0: Welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium. And this podcast explores life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today, we have the third of our four-part series on signs. This is an extremely powerful and moving episode about a mother who lost her son and how she remains connected to him through the signs that he shows that he is still with her. Not even two years ago, Marla Hughes tragically lost her son. She was not raised particularly spiritual with a strong belief system about what happens when we die. However, Her belief system has changed drastically, as her son has continuously showed her that while he is no longer in a physical body, he is constantly with her.
1: Well, as a little bit of a background, I grew up on a farm in Indiana, and I was very involved in my my youth with the church. I was baptized. I was in the choir. And... I I embraced all of the you know all of the things I was taught but when this tragedy happened I found that I just had no hope I had just nothing to cling to the my my upbringing just brought me no comfort at all
0: Marla's first experience with her son who was 19 when he transitioned was an after death visitation but Dean Her son wasn't just trying to get through to his mom. He was trying to get the attention of anyone who would believe.
1: So I guess this was maybe one of my first signs. And Mm -hmm. a little background, Um, our family has spent a lot of time in Ethiopia because... My brother-in-law has a physician there, and um, Dean, my son, had actually moved there as a junior, and um, gone to school there for a little while. This dream was so vivid. He was eight or nine years old, and there were these rings on the ground, and he was jumping from ring to ring, and he was saying, Mama, my kids all call me Mama, Mama look, I'm teaching the children math. And it was so bright and so vivid. And so I woke up just so happy. So I was sharing the story with my my good friend, Teresa. And she said, well, I have something to tell you, to share with you. And I said, okay. And I always knew Teresa was clairvoyant. I didn't even really know what that meant. Mm-hmm. But, and she said, Dean came to me about a week after the accident, and he woke me up at about three in the morning, and I went out to the playroom with a piece of paper and a pen, and I wrote down everything he brought through, and I folded it up, and I put your name on it, and I thought I would give it to you when I when I saw you next or when the time was
0: right. The information that Teresa had received from Dean was extremely powerful for Marla, and she shares with us that letter today.
1: You and Dad showed me every day the secrets to pure love by your open hearts and your open ways. I truly feel blessed and honored to have such a blessed gift. You and Dad were a cherished and divine gift to me. My soul, however, has a bigger job to do. I was on Earth at that time to experience the discording of the love that I lived and the unlove that I saw in the world, and I'm here now to bridge these worlds, to bring forth the words, the songs, the little quotes or the mantras, the little reminders that lead us back to the natural childlike state of truth and love. Simply put, I am here in your world and mine to put back into people's minds and hearts so as to allow authentic loving experiences through playful, joyful ways to drop back into authentic, pure, honest, simply put, love. So as we move forward, Mama, let me tell you, please hear me. I am grateful for you and your your loving mothering. And I am here where I am supposed to be to do my life's plan and purpose. And that is to be a reminder of the pure and simple love. Without it, life has no meaning. So mama, let's begin a new adventure. Hear my word, hear my songs, hear my voice. Bring it through to all those who need it. Be a mother to the world. Only your heart could possibly hold this message and share this love. Do it for me, Mom, please. I love you in only the way you and I would understand. I know you know what this means. I have your heart as you always have mine. I love you. your Dino.
0: Marla began to explore whether these words could have possibly come from her son. I so wanted to believe believe what she was saying so badly.
1: So I I just carried it in my heart.
0: Marla's friend recommended that she go see a medium. But this wasn't just any medium. This medium was a scientist who, after the death of his own granddaughter, sought out to understand how they can connect with their loved ones after they transition. And he came through with a powerful message for Marla.
1: Dean once again said, his time um on this earth, his learning on this earth, had been completed. And I, that was so hard for me to understand. But in other sessions, he had said we had many lives together as a family, and that we had decided that one of us had to go before while the rest of the family was still on this earth, and he he volunteered. And that he had to go before me. So that was
0: <sighs> And I think that the the you know the human in us. I mean, as you're saying that, and as I think about it, I think, well, I, I certainly hope that isn't a plan any of my children negotiated, yes. right? Yes. But yes. when you can step out of that and look, I mean, that letter is like nothing I've ever heard before. Yes. And so then it becomes really about okay what are we here for exactly big picture exactly the medium left marla with some famous last words from wayne dyer that opened marla up and allowed her to begin to believe in the signs that she was getting from her son
1: the ultimate ignorance is completely rejecting an idea yet refusing to investigate mm. and it just put me on fire and yoga and I was laying there I was having a really sad day and I was just laying there in shavasana that's when you rest for those of you who don't do yoga mm. and I was just saying just please show me a sign just touch my hand just let me feel a touch which is a no, thing to ask And within seconds, the song, I Want to Hold Your Hand, came on from the Beatles.
0: In the last podcast, Bill Phillips said, you have to believe it in order to see it. Once Marla started believing it, everything started to change.
1: Our children also, they were in a theater group that... That when they were young, from like 12 to 16, they went with other American kids to a lot of different countries and put and, and stayed with host families and put on these bilingual theater things. So, anyway, um, Dean went to Ethiopia when he was 11 and they dressed him up like and so they worked with Ethiopian children and produced a play and they dressed him up like Bob Marley. And he could only dress up like that once because they had to play outside, and then they moved it into the church, and then that was kind of sacrilegious, so they wouldn't let him do it again. (laughs) They dressed him up like Bob Marley. He was 11 years old, and he was singing Three Little Birds, and that's the song that everything's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. And so one of my good girlfriends called me, and she said, it was so weird last night. Oh, and by the way... When when they we were in this little village, there were monkeys everywhere and all over the trees. And we went, of course, he was so young. So we went also and stayed, stayed in another place. And Dean loved the monkeys. And she called me and she said, he was swinging from tree to tree. She had no idea we went to Ethiopia. Tree to tree, you know, like, like a monkey would do. And he was trying to sing some song, like... It's going to, you know, every, it's going to be all right. It's going to be, and Mm. I I just couldn't believe it. She had no idea we had even been there. So that, that was quite a sign. Um, When I went into, the other day, I was talking to my 20 year old daughter on the telephone. When my children were small, I had three kids in 13 months. My twins were very, came very early. But when they were really little, we'd put them all, I'm sure you did, you've did. you done this, you know, you put them all in the bed and our song was Love Shack. And we'd um. turn Love Shack on and, you know, everybody would be jumping around and it was just, just love everywhere. And I'm talking to my 20-year-old daughter on my Bluetooth and all of a sudden, just glare, I, I don't even know how it worked, out of the radio while I'm talking to her comes the song Love Shack. And I said, Carly, can you hear that? I said, it's love. She said, no, I can't hear anything. And it was as loud as could be. He was
0: joining that conversation. She was, wasn't he was he. definitely
1: joining that conversation.
0: Marla even began to connect to Dean on her own as she explored her path to healing through spirituality.
1: Dean came through and he was talking about buffaloes. That was his college mascot. And then he started talking about our two dogs, Daisy and Dakota. And one has a really wet nose all the time. And Daisy always has a wet nose. And he was talking, oh, and then the person who was bringing through Dean at this this london event um there are only like 12 of us he just broke into the song i want to hold your hand again
0: each time marla meets with a medium it reconfirms how strongly dean works to get through with his own signs
1: she brought through africa she said yeah it's really weird he's in africa doing some sort of a medical mission, but he was too young for a medical mission. We did, in fact, do one with my brother-in-law. And she talked about me going to London, but this was the aha one. She said, he's talking about gene. And I'm like, gene, J-E-A-N. And she said, no, 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 gene, G-E-N-E, like chromosomes. And he's saying, thank you, thank you, for making the decision to bring me into this world so I could fulfill my destiny. No one knew this, but when I was pregnant with Dean, I had an amnio and it came back um, abnormal. And it was something kind of strange that they hadn't really seen that often, but we had to make a decision whether to have the baby or not. And no one knew this. Mm -hmm. No one my and I just I, I I hung up the phone that day because she brought so many messages through. But I hung up the phone that day and I said to myself, my life has changed forever. So that was a huge, you know, aha moment. And I feel Dean all the time. The the other day, you know, he loved to whistle. And I miss that so much because nobody else whistles. And um, I, the other day, I just thought about that. It's like, oh my gosh, nobody, nobody whistles. I haven't heard whistling since, and. I decided to turn on the song Three Little Birds just because I wanted to listen to it. And whoever the artist was that I turned on, he sang, Everything's gonna be all right. And then he just broke out into whistling. Hmm. And it was just, it was just amazing.
0: Well, and I think what's so powerful about your story and what, to me, is what this is about is that you are still human. Right, this. I think that sometimes people look to mediumship or um, spirituality as a way to not feel the pain of what happened, and you can't not feel the pain that like you still lost a child, and yes. your pain will, your heart will forever be scarred. From yes. that, yes. and Goodbye. yet the spirituality has given you a bridge to understand and and still remain connected. Not in the same way, but certainly connected. And we're going to talk uh, on another podcast about how much Dean has guided you to the work that you're doing now, but just these signs that let you know that he's still with you, even though it's not the same. Marla's openness and willingness to see and believe that her son is still trying to communicate with her has allowed her to connect with people. And sometimes those people have actually turned out to be signs. Well, one of my signs that this happened very early on,
1: my twins were going to college soon after this accident, and I we debated on what to do, but they went on off to college, and I was moving my son into school, and th- this may not sound like a big deal, but it was a huge deal so, to me, so it is a big deal. And for the first time since everything had happened, which had only been maybe a month, for the first time, I just felt this real sense of calmness. It was it was strange. And so my son was in his dorm room, we had moved in, 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 and he was going to rest, so I was going back to the hotel. So I called an Uber. And the person picked me up and she said, oh, I'm so glad you're in Fort Worth because I didn't want to go to Dallas. I have a yoga mat in my car and I wanted to go meditate a little bit after I dropped you off. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, a, a bit of background. Prom- the word promise has always been a huge word for me. I have no idea, but ever since I was a little girl, when I promise something, it's just, it just is. And I taught my children that. I mean, promise was like our word for honesty. And so this woman picked me up and she said, yes, I'm a hospice nurse. I'm like, interesting. And I, and I said, well, I'd love to ask you a few things. And she shared first. She shared that she had um, her daughter had passed when she was three years old, and I said, "Well, I also have a son that is um, that is in heaven." That's the word we were using. And she said, "We are so blessed." And I was like, "Well, that's not exactly how I'm I'm thinking of it." And she said to me. You know, it will, it does get softer. It was three years, and now I talk to my daughter all the time. It's beautiful. I know we'll be together, and... Then she went on to tell me about how she knew how we would be reunited with loved ones, that she working in hospice, some of the the people who were who were getting ready to transition were seeing relative deceased relatives and just saying all this comforting stuff to me. And So we pulled up to the the hotel and I jumped out and I, I walked and I stopped and she was still there and I turned around and I went back and I looked at her and she just had these like beautiful like eyes and I said, by the way, what's your name? And she said, Promise. And I, I said, Promise? She said yes.
0: While Dean's death is an everyday struggle for Marla, she has gotten much clearer about what her purpose is and why she's here. And Dean has been a means to helping her gain that clarity.
1: When when something like this happens, at least for myself, um, my heart just broke open, you know, and it does for everyone, but I was so, I'm so, I'll use the word vulnerable, and I don't mean that in a in a negative way at all. It's just my heart just broke open, and it's I am so you know you have a choice to move on or not to move on, and and I know I'm very clear on what Dean would like for me to do, and so that it's it's changed it's changed my whole life. I'm I'm a totally different person, and. I'm not to the point where I will say that many parents do after many, many years that this truly was a blessing because they're now doing some sort of a purpose. I don't think I will probably ever say that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. And they don't mean that in a negative way. They mean that in a really, you know, at that point in their journey, that's, that's what they believe. But I am very clear that I have a very, very important message to share with the world. And I'm very clear after this journey of of just exploring every avenue for myself i have absolute truth in my heart that there is an afterlife eternity we go on and on and it's just it's just a transition and we'll be all be reunited again and this is this is our school this is where we learn and we'll all go home
0: For those of you wishing to connect with Marla, you can find her on Instagram at Interview with Innocence. She will be talking about her upcoming project that she's working on on Instagram. And if you are interested, she also wanted me to share Helping Parents Heal, a website for parents who have lost child, children that Marla has found very useful and is encouraging any of you out there who have lost children to seek out. Again, thank you for listening today and I look forward to you continuing to tune in next week. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Curious about what comes next and what it all means? You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to podcasts and find life, death, and the space between and hit subscribe. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. Ask me any questions you might have. Let me know what else you'd love to hear about or just share your story. I can't wait to hear from you.